0: Oh um, me so you went to the dentist?
1: Oh, yeah, I had, yeah, had some dental work done. I feel, you know, I just felt like...
0: I wanted to ask you about it so bad. So I got a text from Ariel that was just like, I finally have a hot... Uh, ha- fuck, my nose is trim running. <laughs> Me too. I got a text from Ariel that said, uh, I finally have a hot dentist, exclamation point. And I was just like, save it. I just, so you, you have a hot dentist now.
1: I know. I have been waiting to have a hot dentist or something. Any kind of fucking doctor of any sort. Because it's not just that I've never had a hot dentist. I've never really had a hot doctor. I've had some like you know, attractive nurses. I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings if they're ever lesson, but I, you know, it's, you know, but not, but hot, not my type. there's a difference between nurse and doctor. Either. Yeah. N- there's totally a difference between nurse and doctor. No offense, but also n- just none of them anyway has been my type and even masseuses and anybody like a physical therapist. I've just never been like attracted to any of them. And so this really? is the first time I've had like, Oh, I'm attracted to her.
0: Oh, it's a lady.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay, sexist, yeah.
0: No, I mean She is
1: Indian, so you get, you know, some kind of stereotype <laughs> thrown in there.
0: I, no, I mean I just have always had mostly male doctors just by coincidence. I, th- I don't th- then, I think that so they I, yeah.
1: I think that they actually do channel people so when you were living as a dude they probably channel me toward chicks and you toward because i think i got mostly chicks i
0: was like yeah i i did see one super sexy daddy dentist who was like this cool like 43 he had like two kids like i'm like just like a lake dude it was out Mm -hmm. in lakeway yeah, he was like, mm, you're like daddy sexy, like just great, like buff oh, dad body. I feel like a daddy yeah.
1: dentist would be even hotter than a good.
0: That's what I was saying. That's why, I, but that's where my head goes because that's my reference mommy point for dentist, hot doctor. Mommy dentist that's the only one is I've exactly had. what it is.
1: At one point, so like, you got
0: this lady though.
1: Yeah, and the other, and they, the, the nurse dentist, whatever, dental hygienist, whatever. The, n- <laughs> <laughs> she, the, the
0: nurse dentist. Oh, the
1: n- dude, literally as you left, it cut out of my right ear,
0: it just stopped.
1: What? I think mine came on. No, I can't tell. I think mine's just in my left
0: ear. Oh, no, mine... Now it changed back. That was weird. Sorry. It's
1: okay. Anyway, my nurse dentist was also attractive, you know, so that didn't hurt. And so we're having this threesome, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, when they were doing the shot, she... When she was putting the shot in, um, the...
0: (laughs) You're like, I'm fucking wet. Dude, okay, also, like,
1: they offer now Netflix, and um, I... You know, like they were like, even like, do you need music or headphones? Like, as if I don't have my own, you know, whatever. But I don't do that. I always just, I made a decision. It's the first time, it grosses me out. I was like, no, this is like one of the times I'm present. I'm like, and I kind of enjoy it a lot. I would get like some ASMR, some kind of just like blissful experiences out of the dentist sometimes. So I didn't want to miss that by just watching. Yeah, fucking also, for me, it's like, me.
0: I'm fucking paying attention to I don't everything know what you're, you're doing. doing. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm not, I, don't, I know you got a medical degree or whatever, but in my head, I'm going like, I don't know if you should be doing it that way. I'm yeah. critiquing you the whole time with my <laughs> yeah, armchair knowledge dentistry.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I'm just more like alive with the sensations and stuff, you know. And so um I don't want to be distracted from that. But then it started now that I'm attracted to her and I have this medical fetish and we talk I talk about it somewhat publicly and everything. I'm just like I'm thinking like it's almost a little awkward. I want if everybody else is is distracting themselves with this stuff, now I'm just like no, I just want to be present with you guys. That's what I like, told her. This freak I know. Yeah. I was like, no, I really just like being present. They were like, cool. She seemed like she thought it was cool. But anyway, so the nurse, (laughs) nurse dentist was on the left and she, while, um, hot dentist was, uh, injecting me with the, uh, you know, numbing stuff, whatever. But that, that needle, it was a lot. It was the longest, I've ever had them do a needle thing in my mouth. And immediately Nurse Dennis started tapping my left shoulder and it's just like a little way to just like distract your brain a little bit. And it was like mm-hmm. this nice little thing. And then uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh, I felt so cared for. You're going to get and, an
0: email after this episode comes out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going to no longer be able to see you here. <laughs>
1: uh, I know. Usually I tell everybody like that I encounter in the world about my podcast if I can find a way. But with them, I was like, I'm just not going to mention my podcast at this dentist yeah. place.
0: And so they're not our listeners, you know
1: and I'm sure they're not anyway so um so but anyway she kept she said and no one's ever said this to me before she was like yeah, your your muscles are really tense. Like, about my mouth? <laughs> and this is not the first time I've had doctors tell me about my tense muscles. Anyway, um, so... You,
0: launched, you got anything you can shove in there and loosen it up with? Oh,
1: my God. So, yeah, so she was just wiggling around. It was, like, a lot. And then, anyway, there was just this warmth with which she was, like, saying good job after that. Oh, good job, you know. And then, and then later, I... I asked I asked something about like the people uh, how do they deal with it when people are listening to the podcast or whatever and then they need to tell them because you know they all the time have to be like oh turn toward me oh, a little wider a little small you know and so I was like how do you deal with that and they were like oh we just kind of tap them on the shoulder and kind of say it but yeah it is pretty annoying whatever whatever um, but while she told me that she like tapped me on the shoulder a few times and it was definitely like <laughs> because
0: this is a very appropriate
1: tap very appropriate, externally but it was very internally. was a lot of hand contact and it was a few times it was more than necessary it was like a little you know just sometimes women are a little more touchy and it was just yeah. everyone was being just a little touchy in there and, and I just feel like a child you know again just oh, that's being amazing. like I'm kind of gay but all these I mean you know they just have me hanging out with chicks all the time you know or like I'm kind of a boy really probably mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's exactly what it is I was just a little boy and they were like they put me with the chicks I was like Okay. Anyway, um, so I'm just still back there. I'm like, "Mm." and so at one point after everything, because they had put this like large thing in my mouth to keep it open, and then they had this very phallic like camera thingy that she was just like shoving my mouth over Mm -hmm. and over again, taking these large Mm -hmm. things. And so after like a lot of that for the day. It's because it's like way better than the other ways that they can, you know, it's it's a great tool, but it is very phallic. And, and so after they took it out, I was like, you know, I always want to make these like highly inappropriate jokes about, and there, and they, there was an encouraging sound from both of them when I said that. And so I was like, just about how, like, I don't really have a lot of practice just, (laughs) you know shoving things in my mouth yeah, now, yeah. Now, you're, now you're starting
0: to charm your doctors uh-huh. you're like well uh-huh. you've been touching my shoulders they, so much they- i should <laughs> gracie with one of my funny funny jokes they laughed they both laughed and,
1: and and we're like and and then hot doctor was like well it's just us girls in here so we can tell those kind of jokes just like <laughs> <"Fuck it>. yes <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely flirting with my doctor and mm-hmm
0: This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Austin Smart, a 26-year-old queer trans girl.
1: And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old bisexual androgynous genderqueer for now, today. And we are two stand-up comedians from Austin, Texas, bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't also super gay.
0: This is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're under Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at com, And on FetLife, we're just genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I don't know. I hadn't thought about how I want to get into this, but I guess just, you know, I so I went on a date with this straight guy last
1: night
0: um mm-hmm. and honestly it was because i was just like super horny and i wanted to have sex and so i just went you know through my tinder and my okcupid okay and was just like who looks Austin like has
1: a little system for getting laid on Tinder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> numbers game um where it's like i've I have so many matches of people that have matched me or sent me messages I don't usually respond to people if I'm not actively looking for somebody new to date. And Mm -hmm. so when I am just trying to fuck somebody, it's like, okay, like if I message 10 people, one of them is going to message me back Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to do a thing. Um, Because I did have a plan to go on a date with a trans girl last night, but Mm -hmm. like they never got back to me until it was too late. And I was already going to meet this other dude. Yeah. It's like, I really try. (laughs) I try not to dip into the straight guys as Mm -hmm. much. It's just not... My favorite category of cis straight dudes are not my favorite category of people to go on dates with yeah. or people to fuck, right? It's just, it's a little predictable. And Should it's we like, rank
1: our sex and gender combos in order from most to least fuckable?
0: Oh, I mean, with us as one half and then picking the other half. Sure. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's trans girl and trans girl number one. It's my favorite thing. It's so, it's, it's the most affirming, gay feeling. Oh, okay. I queer. don't even
1: mean, Yeah, I mean, cause you're a trans girl. I do mean from your perspective, but I just mean like, yeah. So tra- it's trans girl. you your is your favorite. Yeah. Gender combo. Cool.
0: Yeah. And then it'd probably go like, I'm, and I'm not going to, I mean, I guess I could just say like gender, co- I'm just gonna say like gender something else or gender queer or something mm-hmm. as like the catching all third category. Uh huh. Because it's like, I don't, I'm not going to be like, I like, you know, androgynous, blah, 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 that specific. But it's like, there is like a third kind of gender nonconforming person. So they would, it would probably be trans girls, cis girls, gender nonconforming people, trans dudes, and then cis dudes at the bottom.
1: What about not gender nonconforming dudes?
0: No, I said gender query people are number three. Oh, all just, the, just all
1: of them. Yeah, just kind of like kind everybody of, you
0: know. that does kind of like a gender fuck thing. Like, I know there's all Let these subcategories. The okay, so
1: you said uh, trans girls. Cis girls. Cis girls. Gender nonconforming. All the gender nonconforming yeah. people. And then trans, trans dudes, dudes. And then cis dudes. Cis dudes. Interesting. I think I would have to separate gender nonconforming penis and vagina. I also just don't think that I can say yet because I haven't fucked a lot. Of yeah. Them. And
0: see, that's my thing is it's not as much of a penis and vagina thing. So I like right. dicks equal. Like it's all good. Right. It's really your gender expression and like mm-hmm. kind of your, how you act in society that like makes more of a difference. Yeah. You yeah. Know?
1: That makes sense. And yeah, so it's just cis men are just at the, at the bottom of that.
0: And it's not their fault. It's just their, their, It's really hard to be an interesting cis straight dude Mm -hmm. or like somebody that doesn't. It's like, dude, like you're not. It takes a lot to impress me and to genuinely make me excited about you. But they're there and they are. They do want to fuck. And they they statistically want to fuck me a lot. Just Mm -hmm. like that's who I have the most matches from. And so I just have a large roster of people for like, you know last night when it's just like fuck like okay I just need to find somebody but I know I know one of you're going to respond <laughs> I'm
1: so curious to see whether I will ever be at a point in life um, where I do that but go on
0: It's a very liberating feeling like yeah. like we were sitting in our living room like you and this girl you're kind of seeing or whatever and I was just sitting on the couches, we were watching TV and I was like, yeah, give me an hour and I'll find somebody to fuck on my phone. (laughs) It's crazy that I can do that from sitting here in my pajamas to find someone and it's like, yeah, we're going to have sex later. We didn't, but we could have, but we didn't. And so, yeah, just, I don't know. I I just had a weird thing because I was like really not looking forward to seeing this guy that much. Yeah. In my head, I was like, we're going to go to this bar. I'm going to get a couple quick drinks. Just like make me like feel a little like more, yeah, looser (laughs) and more upbeat." Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to bring this guy back to my house and let him fuck the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And it's, he's probably not going to be that interesting. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just, I just just need somebody to fuck me right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I get to the bar and just had like the complete opposite experience that I thought I was going to have. I was like, Oh, fuck. Like, I, you know, for, even though cis dudes are at the bottom of my list, like, I forget that, like, there are awesome cis dudes out there, right? Yeah. And that, like, just I, I I'm so negative ahead of time without justification yeah a lot of times like especially when data think like I'm already planning for things to be wrong mm-hmm. and wasting energy instead of just showing up and being like that's oh hey happens. look I'm already having a good time like we're yeah. having a we ended up just like having a great conversation mm-hmm. and then coming back here and just like making out and talking yeah it was awesome it was so fucking cool that's
1: great That's yeah funny. That's, you always yeah you get something
0: but it is weird because I do have to work myself back up to being into cis guys every time whereas like everybody else above that there's not as much of a there's not really a work up to it yeah i slip more easily into just being amorous with them right right and then
1: well you don't have to be so wary of them
0: yeah and i don't know what it is about it because it's like with i i think i don't even thought through this all the way but i think it has something to do with how i just like See myself in other people a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to really, for a long time, uh, figure out and work through my attraction to women mm-hmm. because I had like this kind of twofold desire. It's kind of like the fingering thing. So, how it's like, on the one hand, I have a gender affirming side to being fingered, on the other hand, I have that pleasure, and then I have a, just a sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Well, when I'm attracted to women, part of it was like a des- or my desire for women. Part one side was a desire to be it, yeah, and to have the things that they were getting to do. And then the other side of desire was like a more traditional, just like sexual attraction, right? Mm-hmm. And I think my attraction to cis dudes is wrapped up in that, where it's like I'm having to learn how to just be like had to d- desire them separate from a thing that I see in myself. Cause the mm-hmm. only time I'd been attracted to cis dudes really and fucked a lot of cis dudes was like back when I was a little gay boy. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of seeing myself in them. And now that that's not really so much a part of it, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't, I think I don't have myself. I don't see as much of myself in them and that therefore right. it's not as attractive to me. Well,
1: yeah. Cause you're gayer than not. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty fucking you're, gay. You are homosexual. Like I, like, yeah.
1: Like we've talked about like using that term to mean more like more of whatever you are at the time. And so mm-hmm. we can't, especially as things are more complicated than just man and woman or whatever, then you, yeah, it's like whatever yeah. you are. And so these men are less what you are now and you're pretty gay.
0: Yeah. Cause it, on the one hand, being around straight dudes and and especially in sexual situations is pretty gender affirming for me. Mm -hmm. Like letting them, because a lot of times like I just, I end up, I have bigger arms so I have the big spoon or Mm -hmm. the person that's being laid mm -hmm. on, right? And so it's nice just to be the person that like these dudes aren't even thinking if maybe I'm going to hold them. Yeah, Most dudes are just like, yeah, of course you're the girl so I'm going to hold you and it's just nice for me to be able to think about that. But yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, pretty fucking gay yeah. just really gay and not that industry dudes yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and that's maybe and so i think i'm pretty fucking gay t- well i don't know am i gay huh like is it do i like the parts that are the same or do i like the parts that are different
0: I mean, you, I think we all have an attraction to both, right? Yeah. I think the same, it's kind of Kinsey scale-ish where it's like, it's not just a men and women attraction it's the sameness and difference it's like how much of what proportions of each do you like right and i think kind of like sexuality your sameness and difference attractions fluctuate where it's like some days like i just need somebody that's almost exactly me right and other days like i need the opposite of me where i i don't want to fucking anything close to me right
1: yeah yeah it's true it's all just so it fluctuates it's just fluid Yeah, that's. I always forget. I always try to pin something down, and it's like, oh no, Ariel, you're both bi fluid, whatever.
0: So look, I know some trans people don't like calling. their genitals the traditional names that were assigned to them a lot of trans women don't like their dicks being called dicks a lot of trans dudes don't like their vaginas being called vaginas or pussies or whatever that's totally fine you can come up with whatever name you want to call them your genitals
1: yeah
0: <clears throat> unless the word is clitty
1: yeah that's a fucking that's a bad word
0: i see it all the goddamn time like you do
1: where it's horrible. just a, like
0: just in porn and like on like and a lot of trans porn and a lot of like trans porn blogs it's like
1: what what is sarah
0: getting her clitty touch just like sh- that's fucking disgusting
1: that's disgusting it's such a horrible Whoa. word
0: Your clitty i'm sorry what is, what it, is even it like referred a my Little, to? is it like a poly pocket like accessory yes. like that's what it sounds like
1: very pedophilic you're so right it's just disgusting it's gross clitty? Clitty, it's a horrible
0: even if even if you're doing like a like a schoolgirl thing or like a Daddy Dom, little girl thing. Right.
1: You call it her her
0: bits or something besides clitty.
1: It's turning my stomach. What does it even refer to? The whole dick. The whole... like it's like a trans girl's dick. Oh, a trans dick that's... uh, Some people call it clitty. A trans woman's dick. Yeah, I'm fine with you calling it your clit. Just call it your clit. Yeah, Yeah, Clitty. It's Why? Like, how does that help?
0: Yeah, it's like an unnecessary and unsexy infantilization of like a infantilization yeah, exactly of a word.
1: That's disgusting. Stop that.
0: I'm like I don't like it when people say they're bits, but I'm more okay yeah. with that. That seems I can work with that.
1: Well, it all just seems like that baby talk. I just don't like the baby talk around genitals. I don't. Is it? Do we really need to with babies use these words like? Oh, I don't even know. My mom didn't use the words for like tutu, tutu, or, or yeah your I mean no your new new spot whatever you're like, creepy I can't I don't even like to think I think about them. I mean I think
0: there's up to an age sure like when mm-hmm. you're tiny and it's like I can't begin to break right. sexual out and like even if you are a sexual child at like simple, three or whatever mm-hmm. there's like a degree to which it's like okay I have to explain this still in three-year-old vocabulary or use
1: sign language that's probably more useful well, you know, Just, you, like,
0: and dick-sucking, like, <laughs> I don't
1: know why you're talking to your child about dick-sucking, but...
0: it's like, okay, I need to tell you what you saw mommy doing last night, so... <laughs> Just
1: gossiping to your baby. Well, babies, you know, kids can learn sign language a lot earlier than they can learn, um, like, vocal talk.
0: Yeah, but then I have to learn sign language.
1: No, yeah, it's totally, it's hard to be a good parent, you know? Um, but then, yeah, you could...
0: I'm yeah. just going to pantomime fisting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, teach them all. you teach them all the dirty words. <laughs> <laughs> Ann Austin comes by <laughs> to teach the one-and-a-half-year-old fisting and analing us and whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, people, trans people out there, stop using clitty. Because here's the thing, it's not exclusive to trans women. Uh, I've seen trans men like be like my thick clitty. It's just like, dude, it's uh, just... yeah. No. Also, Thick Clitty sounds like a great Thin Lizzy cover band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one time we'll accept the use of the word clitty. Yeah, as a band name, great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's exactly, it's perfect. It's perfect band name fodder. Clitty. But I like Thick, Thick Clitty. Thin Thick, Thick Clitty. Lizzy, Thick Clitty. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of trans dudes. I <laughs> love it. Yeah, that'd be so uh-huh. great.
0: Uh, I'd listen to Thick Clitty. I would
1: too. I would check that out. <laughs> just rhyming clip. anyway um yeah clitty well, i think we should do a segment uh called hey what's your plan with your dick and that could be a little interview segment we do sometimes with trans people it could, men or women
0: yeah yeah we can, I, I can be into that i think that would yeah. be
1: good because that's look that's what everyone wants to know about everyone wants to know about genitals so i think a segment that directly addresses like Hey, what's your plan with your dick? And we have both trans men and women on because it's like we're just, you know, look. What what are you doing? What's your plan with your dick?
0: You, even if you don't call it your dick just, you know we're what just we referring mean to like, all, you of, all of your genitals yeah.
1: all front genitals are being referred to as dick we're just going to extend
0: them. the patriarchy that way and use dick yep. as a blanket term well is it extending it or defying it by calling pussy exactly. dicks you know, who you knows know what? what we're, we're doing tr- we're anymore turning
1: it, we're literally turning them inside <laughs> out <laughs> you know now we're just metaphorically anyway. Dicks, yeah I love that idea
0: for a segment what are you going to do with your dick mm-hmm. my answer, the short answer no. Uh, right now a solid like eighty twenty cutting it off.
1: Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your plan with
0: your- just like later on though? Mm-hmm. Not later in a on. rush to do, to take it off. Or Wh- do you, do you have like a
1: timeline on that? Do you have like a? Do you I want to do it, it
0: before I'm thirty or okay. right at thirty. Okay, so Ideally, fairly soon. Yeah, within the next like four years. Okay
1: anything holding you back like do you want to use it a little bit more no i just
0: need i just have other things that i'm prioritizing i want to to do my name change i want to do my gender change Mm -hmm. yeah that would probably be the next thing then yeah financially it's like i'm fixing i'm probably fixing to like do something with my car and so i'm gonna have Mm. a car payment and so it's like and also like bottom surgery is about the cost of buying a car yeah you know it's on the cheap side, 15,000 ish dollars, but more often than not, if you're doing it right, it's going to cost you minimum 20,000 to $30,000 to get bottom surgery, which is like buying a second car. So I'd like to buy one and pay it off in four years or so. And then look at doing it again, but with my body.
1: Dude, it is like a car, all the maintenance and everything.
0: Yeah. Hell
1: yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, but also that's and then that's also in the middle of I'm probably moving out of Austin at some point and there's it's just like that large sort of a thing to do. It's just yeah, it's just a thing that I've gotta like figure out a good time period where I can go do it and rest up and not have to worry about work too much. Do and you not
1: like worry that you're gonna miss your dick? No.
0: No. I I I it might be a unfortunately naive part of me, but it's like I'm, I'm a good at being able to ignore the feeling of, uh, worry about regret.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So it's like, I, I, I definitely have the feeling of like worrying if I'm going to regret a thing, uh-huh. but I've like really come to a point where I'm like gotten good at like having a healthy relationship with it and being able to set it aside. That's interesting. And so. And it's just because it's so many times I've made decisions in my life, like based on like fear of regretting things, particularly when it comes to like coming out to people or like being honest with people about my sexuality and things. It was a fear of like, I'm going to regret this decision. And more often than not, if I just like made that decision that I knew I should make, I don't regret it. And if I do regret it, I learn a thing from it. And it's like, okay, but I still needed to do that. right? Right. And so... Yeah, so that I've just had, you know, there's also things that are through themes in my life that I've just kind of desired after and felt I've wanted for a long time. And uh, even before I had words to put to it. And so, like, when I first, you know, got the internet in a way that wasn't, like, on a large family computer, I was able to, like, look up trans stuff and really start to educate myself about it and see that, like, bottom surgery was a thing. And it's just like that feeling of like a light bulb going off in your head. Oh, yeah. Almost like, it's like, I didn't know that was what I needed. But like now that I see that's like, oh my, and it's not even And for a while, my worry was like, am I seeing that as a thing that's a solution to other emotional problems I'm having, other emotional things I'm dealing with? Like, I don't want to go get bottom surgery and then have it be a, th- it for it to be the reason of like, well, if I do this, then it'll fix everything right. I'm feeling. It's like, that's not the reason you do it, right? Right. It does fix some things you're feeling. It's in an, aff- an affirming way. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that my desire to do that wasn't being motivated by those types of like intentions, right? Or those right. feelings. Right. So, but it has stayed with me for a long time. And it's a thing that I've continued to want in just a more deep and kind of genuine fashion. Right. Because, like, I'm happy now. I, like, love my sex life now. Like, that is a thing that it's just like, yeah, this is just like a adult plan I've made at this point. Like, at some point, I'm probably going to try and, like, do that. Unless, you know, I'm not going to be like, I'm doing it no matter what. Yeah. There's nothing changing my mind. It's like, fuck it. You know, if fuck tomorrow a study came out and it's like, hey, guess what, y'all? Like, most trans pussies, like fall apart eventually or you know there's something about <laughs> you, you, cancer, you know yeah yeah it's you all like,
1: have aids how <laughs> that be fucking yeah, funny if know. y'all had aids everyone who got it
0: or if i went to the doctor and like for some reason just with my body
1: uh-huh.
0: it's just not possible if there's a weird medical anomaly that makes it not possible i'd be sad and bummed about it but it wouldn't i'd be like okay i'm just gonna that's not oh, gonna yeah gonna like destroy my everything. yeah it's not gonna my whole identity isn't wrapped up in this bottom surgery. And I don't think a lot of trans peoples are, I think we're like finally at a point where it's like, people are able to make decisions about whether or not they want it, as opposed to it being kind of some natural deterministic end to like a transition. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's not an end to me. And once I do that, I'm not going to think like I'm done now. Right. It's like, I don't, I've said this before. I think transitions never ending. I think everybody in, in any walk of life, it's always in perpetual transition. Of course. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of, this is just another thing I'm going to do. That's how I think yeah. of it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just, it's, I really fear permanence, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it took me a long time to, and of course being raised Mormon and everything, there's a very, very rigid prohibitions, a prohibition on, on tattoos. And so, I th- I thought I would never get a tattoo. And long after I was drinking, doing drugs, lesbian stuff, whatever, um, I thought, yeah, tattoos are the one thing that I was just never gonna do. I just never gonna do it. And I watched that slowly erode over time to the point where then I started really wanting them. And then I wanna, and there's a lot that I've thought of. And then when I got this tattoo, like, and I knew that I would love it because there's this thing that our brains do where you get something permanent and it doesn't want to feel shitty. And so it's going to overcompensate and make you love it even more because it's permanent. So there's, it's either be miserable for the rest of your life or just decide that you like it, but I love it (laughs) so much. It's called content distance. Anyway, I love it so much and I was just like watching a video of myself the other day and just like I knew the way that I hold, held the microphone was gonna look super cool with this and I'm just like oh my god it looks so cool and I'm just like oh my god like I was so afraid of regret and I lived a lot of life with like and I think about that I'm like man I really worry about regret but and then I've been working on that but it's like anyway it's an interesting thing so I could see how for you yeah you get to the point where you're like no I'm pretty sure I won't regret this in a way that I can't adapt to.
0: Yeah. That worries is always going to be there, but you do just like learn for me. I've just learned how long to wait after desiring a thing or wanting a mm-hmm. thing to see if it's a true kind of deeper desire or also just how to suss out different types of desires. Like, right. Like I've just learned to interrogate myself pretty efficiently and in not, and not in like a detrimental way of just like a, some people say, like, I just got to process that for a little bit. I guess that's what they mean. But it's for me, it's not processing. It's just sitting with it. I'm not going to be constantly mulling over it. It's like I just need to really? sit. I was like, okay, I liked that. Feeling that. Just going to sit with that for a bit. And let's see when that comes back up. And I'll check back in on that. Don't need to make a decision right now.
1: Well, and you're 26. Um, sorry, I can never remember anyone's age anymore. Um, That's because
0: you're thirty-two yep. and old.
1: Yeah, I know. So I'm just saying, don't take it personally. Oh. <laughs> you'll see. Anyway, so so I feel like you're at an age where it's like. I think a lot of people who have criticisms about, you know, at least I don't know how people talk to you, but when people talk to me about trans stuff, they're just like, yeah, but I mean, you got to agree that it's crazy for these kids, you know, to when, when the kids are doing stuff like that's kind of like one of the arguments, you know? And so here you are though, having this like process of thinking these things through when you want something and you've gone through that and you seem very like in touch with yourself and wise and like, you've got you've got a lot of age behind that. You got a lot of age and wisdom behind that. So do you think that there are some people who like, there should be some kind of age um, minimum or how Um, how should we handle?
0: Well, I have have two answers to that kind of, I have like the logical answer and then I have my cynical answer. Sure. So my logical answer is like, yeah, Like I feel like we should have some sort of like process through which like you can't give children like hormones before they start to naturally hit puberty or and that's not a definitive age like it should be determined on some sort of like biological basis of like okay like once your hormone we see your hormone levels rising if you're a little four-year-old kid who's a boy and he feels like he's a girl and it's a transgender little four-year-old now that's great and you can wear girls clothes and you can do girls things But like we're not going to start giving you hormones at seven years old we're going to wait until we start to see your hormones like exhibit the signs of puberty and then once you're there then you can decide if you want to like start to like transition if you go through it that long and because at that point, like that's when it really would start to matter. Mm-hmm. Even like once you've like gone through a little bit of puberty, I would say like even would even be better. Like maybe let kids be like fifteen. Maybe like look at fifteen, you can start. You're still going through puberty, but you're at an age where you can still make this. De- you can make this decision, and the hormone it's early on enough that you will fucking you'll be passed. You, you'll fucking pass, right? If we pump you full of the right hormones at the right dosage and time.
1: Is that because that's kind of when you felt like you were pretty sure about?
0: No, I'm just trying to think through like when, because I think you should be able to like live as yourself as early as you feel possible. But when you're talking about things that do have more permanent medical repercussions, like, like for some people, I don't give a fuck if I'm infertile at all. doesn't matter to me. It's like maybe some 15-year-old kid now, once they're older, is like, oh, shit, like I wish. Because there's stuff I was doing. People change
1: their minds a lot about having kids. Yeah,
0: and so when it comes to, like, hormones and stuff, that's why I just think, like, you know, 15, maybe, sure, you can do that. And you can start taking low doses, and you can just kind of test those waters and see how that feels. And then when you're 18, you're able to access, like, whatever you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, part of me wants to say we should figure out some way to do that safely, i don't think that's ever gonna happen well the but here's truth the thing. is about the
1: kids well, like, here,
0: well here's my other cause I have two thoughts that's the realistic the cynical one is like fuck it who gives a shit it's like with with what we do to children in this country anyways <laughs> yeah that's the least bad thing right. that's like so fucking low on the totem pole i don't give a shit what you like, do to your seven year old for your kids it's here like,
1: here's the freedom if you fuck up your life you fuck up your life yep. it's up to you buddy Yeah,
0: but it's just like, look, you know, I'm not... Would I ever give, like, my, like, young seven-year-old child, like, hormones or whatever? Fuck no. Not in a million years. Wouldn't do it. But go for it, dude. We poison children in this country with drinking water we don't give a shit about kids and public <laughs> education so it's like if, if you if you let anti-vaxxers not vaccinate your children yeah i don't give a shit what hormones you give them
1: that's a good point so
0: that so i have those two sides where it's like sure we should do a thing but like realist fuck it go for it. go live your fucking dream
1: yeah this is america let's fucking see what happens bitches yeah Stop being pussies is, about it.
0: We're we're not even a three hundred year old experiment at this point. Right. Let's like year two fifty or whatever we're at. I don't know where we're at even. Yeah. Let's start tossing in. I'm not going to do the math from seventeen seventy six <laughs> to now. Um, we're getting toward
1: 250. Something something. 240.
0: <laughs> two forty. Yeah. Two forty two. It's just like yeah. Let's start do. Let's see how we can far out we can take this. Give kids hormones. Let them do what they yeah. want. Is it is it going to be any is it the re, are the repercussions going to be any worse than anything else we've done in this fucking yeah, nation? I mean, sh- no, and
1: shit's accelerating. You know, I was just thinking. So if we get to the point where we can really like map the brain, you know, we really get this brain imaging shit down, whatever, um, and we can isolate. Like, we've got so much data that we can isolate. We take all the people who wind up identifying as trans by like forty years old at this point. will say, you know, um, and we we find that there's something in common that we can see in all of their brains, right? Mm-hmm. So that we can then scan children and find out whether that thing is there. So that when they were four years old or whatever, we would just scan them and figure out that they were trans. That and would be, be like, Look. cool.
0: But I honestly, yeah, I think even if we could map the brain, I don't think you would find a section for gender. Probably I not, think, it, but- and that, that might be the idealistic philosophical side of me, but mm-hmm. I think when it comes to mapping society's kind of like, Cultures in mm-hmm. all of their permutations. Right. I think science is wholly inequipped. Well, because I think
1: they would have found something in common with all the trans people of a certain time, but those people were all in a certain kind of society. So it, it could, I don't think the, that would happen. No, that's what I'm saying. So it would be different in the next, it could potentially be different. Like these things, there are things in common with people's brains. Anyway, it's kind of a complicated thing, but yeah, no, you're right. I'm just kind of thinking in this weird black mirror way of like, then do we turn them trans when their bodies are still so malleable that you can get the most effect out of, flood, you know?
0: I know that shouldn't turn me on, but thank you. <laughs> like so the there's thought, this The kid- thought of me being like a little... Like you know, eleven year old being taken and like lifted up in this medical thing and injected like, and like having to seven go. Why well, no? But I I'm I wasn't sexual that early. Oh, you're gonna so, get like, to get turned on. I see. Yeah, I'm just trying to put it in like a context <laughs> where I could still kind of be turned on by it, but as early on as possible. And so like, and then I go through rapid puberty and like I have to like experience like feeling my body change all at once and like watch my dick disappear inside me and like morph. That would be so <laughs> fucking hot. Now, oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna write that fan shit for my <laughs> Self. Mm.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking like you, you grow up like one of the girls until you're like, maybe like six, seven, eight years, I don't know. And, and, you know, your body's like just slightly starting to change that way. But, you know, you've always felt different, whatever. And then they just give you this serum once or whatever. And it just makes your body just starts and you haven't processed gender this way yet you know i mean maybe in this society you would have but like let's say you hadn't fully gotten there yourself you know you were just being handed and they were like oh no we scanned your brain you're one of the boys now inject scoot along and be like oh my god (laughs) yeah i'm going a dick and i'm one of the guys anyway
0: it'd be great But again, that this is our fetish of the week now. Not just the gender, but transformations. Uh huh. It's a huge thing, and a lot. It, it's a it's a kind of a. It's usually genre specific, so there's different types of transformations, right? So, uh, but it's a through theme in a lot of fetishes. Like, so, like werewolves. Well, the, yeah. So werewolves, like the process of your body changing, but there's also stuff where are like, there's um, you know, people who are into like being a a human pony or a human cow, a hue cow. But there's erotic fiction written where they're injected with a thing and then their body actually transforms them. Like if if anybody out there has seen the kind of cartoon drawings that furries do where they're very real anthropomorphized furries, but just naked with like human genitalia and things like that. Mm -hmm. There's fetishes of people starting off as humans – being injected with a thing like we're talking about uh, and then having to go through the process of watching their body change into like this box and stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, bunny or yeah. Horse or cow cockroach or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge fetish. Like, the process of transformation is, like, a super alluring part of a lot of things. Even uh, in the adult baby community, you know, people talk about age regression when you regress down. Mm-hmm. But in their erotica, they oftentimes will, like, drug somebody or inject somebody with a thing that then forces them to mentally, like, regress into a baby right mm-hmm. uh
1: do they go through the the ages like
0: yeah sometimes they do like there is shrinking like a component to it sometimes it's a purely mental regression right mm-hmm. sometimes they're forced to shrink down and like their body their motor skills take over and they act a certain way but their their adult mind's still trapped there right mm-hmm. it's the same way with like a lot of the doll play stuff where people are frozen as a doll people being injected with material that changes their DNA and the fabric of their body mm-hmm. on a molecular level. And so they become plastic and can't move, but their mind is still there. Right. The idea of having to feel your body go away. I don't know, but that's why when you t- were like, Oh yeah, they could inject you with uh, Serum as a kid. Whatever. I was like, that's kind of hot. It's Cause like yeah. I've read a lot of stuff. Like you start, your body just starts changing yeah.
1: and you're like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. yeah well now i'm just thinking about like if you're you
0: talk about being present and like having to be present during a sexual experience like you can't help but feel your body change
1: so if you're like a cow furry or something one of these animals like i'm just thinking you know their arms just kind of stick out straight like they don't fold so do they have little outfits for that or do no, you just have to hold your
0: the cat uh, so, so think about like the hue cow here it would be like a sexy lady Mm -hmm. that just kind of has like a light like cow fur on her Mm. right and maybe an extra two udders or something Mm. beneath her boobs um okay and like some horns like she would just look a bit more cow like or sometimes it is like a full kind of like womanized like like, like feminine figured cow but with like not so. Like, not, not so act. biologically. Yeah, not method where it's like As your arms cow? just straight. I your this, arms. I thought drop the furry thing and... was sort of a.
1: Was was more of a method.
0: Well, sometimes, but not to the point where it's like I'm going to walk around with my. Just
1: <laughs> chewing if <there's> a piece of hay. I can't remember. It sound it, like a dying cat. cat I know. It's <laughs> like, not. I'm like, how does a cow sound? It's
0: <clears> throat> like. Throat> Uh, yeah. <laughs> people say moo but it's, there's very little mm in it yeah
1: yeah okay uh, oh i could have gotten into it if it was a little bit more you know just uh, there are
0: goats there's goat transformation stories but yeah
1: but people who are really trying to be one yeah just and like act get, like you're just um, a dumb sheep chewing grass and then all and then the human's like ah, and or
0: you could be a sheep and then you have to get sheared yeah you <laughs> oh, <wait a> minute. <laughs> I have found some potential at last
1: ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh yeah! If I had like a little vest on, that and had then they have to fur, get, and then they actually shear it off, and then you get some to pretty be, woman.
0: You get to be sold afterwards for, oh, well, and then sure. you have to be medically examined to make oh, sure definitely. you're safe. Why not? Then once you're sold, you're bred for your prized genes.
1: Sure. There you go. Okay.
0: Is this not? Yeah. See.
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I just wonder. I'm like, am I ever going to find myself in life actually dressed as a sheep? <laughs> some kind. <guy. laughs>
0: I just fucking I imagine know. you just like there, in like this puppy sheep out there, <laughs> with just like. Have you ever seen Wilfred? Show Wilfred just how his uh-uh. fucking face is just in this like dog uh, mask. Wilfred? Yeah, this show. It's funny.
1: like Alfred the big red dog?
0: No, I'll show you. Later.
1: Clifford. Clifford. Yeah, not Clifford. <laughs> Wait, who's. What'd you say? Wilfred. Wilfred?
0: You know, I would watch some Clifford porn. I've never looked for it, but it's got to be out there.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Clifford the big red dog <laughs> with his even <laughs> bigger
1: redder with dick. His child <laughs> <friend>. Yeah. <laughs> just some child on bestiality <laughs> porn.
0: Uh, highly illegal. No, it's a cartoon,
1: right? So it's allowed. I don't know. Voiced
0: by Isaac Hayes. <laughs> as long as the
1: child's the top, I think it is legal, right? Is that where the Supreme Court <laughs> landed on? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so you can't fuck dogs. <laughs> once you're past the age of 10 but before yeah. it the kid's the top the kid's it's the legal top. It's a,
1: yeah. <laughs> or it's not a prosecutable offense.
0: also look Clifford's asshole is so big he's not gonna feel that 10 year old oh, that's dick. a good
1: point no one's getting hurt. once that's again. like yeah that's a hot dog in a hallway as they say
0: you know <laughs> chapstick in a coal mine <laughs>
1: much to the little boy's dismay <laughs> it's like you can't even feel it <laughs>
0: Clifford just, he's holding on to his tail right and swinging down beneath it, just like fucking his butthole. Clifford just farts and like blows him back off.
1: What's the name of the guy who wrote Clifford? Do you know? What's I don't know, that but he's guy? a dirty motherfucker. Yeah, what if that guy like <laughs> secretly wrote the last book where a little boy tries to fuck <laughs> <laughs> and Clifford fucking kills him, and then that guy kills himself. She, she he was himself he out. was on
0: the hook for like twenty Clifford books. He died mm-hmm. at nineteen, and the mailed the twentieth one in. The publisher's <laughs> like, oh, we can't <laughs> put that out. <laughs> we'll bury this. Tell p- him to open it. Put it, put, yeah, put it in the safe vault somewhere. Put in the vault. Open it. <laughs> we'll in make a showtime show about, about him so writing it. this later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's like that BDS same thing about The guy that wrote Wonder Woman was big Let's get the
1: fucking porno out, Clifford book out Oh my god it turns out the author of Clifford is a pedophile <laughs> <laughs> and, and loved to fuck dogs <laughs> Yeah he fucked dogs and children Exclusively And the Clifford the big red dog is a metaphor for He, he was like the, the Mr.
0: Rogers dog. of dog fucking
1: <laughs> And pedophilia
0: Just <laughs>
1: Oh are we starting that rumor? <laughs> <laughs> sure Sure
0: uh, can that be our pizza gate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's did, horrible.
1: Did y'all not know that the author of Clifford may or may not still be alive? <laughs> Is he alive? I don't We're know. Probably he's not. Dead. That seems that series seems so old. <laughs> that pedophile died years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that known pedophile,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that confirmed kid fucker. <laughs> uh, uh, we're just gonna say this right now. He, we, he, we, we cannot say he's a confirmed kid fucker. We have no proof for this because I'm not getting sued legally, over this.
1: Legally, we are kidding. So we, yeah, <laughs> um, we
0: are legally kidding. That guy has
1: so many lawyers, uh, or had. Not sure, but either way, he's got he's got a lot. His estate, you know, who also has
0: Clifford. Tons of lawyers.
1: The estate has so many lawyers that um, we cannot legally. Say <laughs> <laughs> we we were definitely kidding but but he did fuck kids <laughs> I mean, or wanted to. It was just, maybe it was just in his heart. Yeah. Maybe he, just, he never fucked a kid, but it's just like there's diaries oh, shit, where were... he just wanted to, but he yeah. was like, you know what? Instead, I'm going to f- I'm gonna channel that energy into this book series. I love children so much and I just want to bring them joy. I can't fuck them even though I want, I, they're the only people I fall in love with. And so I'm just going <laughs> to write this book series and just give that to the children. That'll be my way of making love to all of the children that I possibly can. Yeah. That is beautiful. Quite, be,
0: quite... Yeah, so we changed our mind. He did not. Downright affect children. poetic.
1: I did not affect children. He just wanted to really badly.
0: You know, so I I made a joke the other day on uh, Twitter that was like, and on Facebook, but just lives like the only reason I play video games online <laughs> is because it's the only way I can masturbate while getting called a faggot by twelve year olds. Yeah, just <laughs> funny joke. You know, trash joke thrown away online. Um, but a lot of uh one of our friends, like alt righty friends, uh, they like, they all follow him and a lot of them look at my thing. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, he got a lot of messages from them. He was like, dude, he was like, people are asking if you're like a legit no map. And I was like, what the fuck is a no map? So you know I have that joke that's like uh, pedophiles were calling themselves maps or minor attracted persons or whatever. Oh, I had a crazy week a while back because, uh, I don't know if y'all saw this, there was this rumor that got started on the internet on this website called 4chan and the rumor was that pedophiles had started calling themselves as acronym. And the acronym was MAPS. And it stands for Minor Attracted Persons. (laughs) Right? And the rumor then goes on to say that they were using this acronym to try and shoehorn their way into the LGBTQ letters. It's like, this is a real identity. Like this is fake, but it was this rumor that got so big it broke national news. And it blew my mind that it broke national news on the exact same day that I was getting ready to announce my new identity. Uh, We're called AMAPS. It stands for Attracted to Minor Attracted Persons. (laughs) I don't want to fuck a little kid, but I do want someone who wants to fuck little kids to want to fuck me. (laughs) Like, I want to call you daddy and have it hit a little too close to home. A no map is a non-offending, minor attracted person. Nice. They're pedophiles that never act on it.
1: Nice. And I was like,
0: "What the fuck? That's fucked up." I was like, n- "I was like, no." So the
1: Clifford author is a no map. He's first a no map. Gotcha. Yeah, for okay. sure, no map. Yeah. Wow.
0: But I was like, "What you're describing has a fucking acronym for it now, apparently." That's cool. Although I think the whole map thing was made up, or maybe it's it was made it's up, and now, now? they're co opting it, and like, yeah, that is us or something. Dude, I
1: love attracted to minor attracted persons because I'm I'm totally am an A map. Oh my god, oh, let's yeah. do some That's fucking age a, play. I love
0: that fucking joke. The, the
1: funny thing, I think I think the audience doesn't know how fucking real it is, or a lot of them don't, because it's like. Yeah, of course. Like, we're doing age play. Yeah, like, it's like
0: anytime any of y'all are like, I'm a bad girl. It's like, that's a little pedophilic. Yeah. It's, a, it's inherently a little pedophilic. And that's fine. Yeah, That's okay. You're doing it in a safe because way. When, but like,
1: but when you write this joke about, you know, these 12-year-olds calling you a faggot online, I mean, you were once a 12-year-old online interacting with people and having sexual experiences to some yeah. degree, like flirting with people. And so, like, you your sexuality was turned on. So, of course, like, you have an idea of the sexuality of 12-year-olds. And so... Well,
0: I mean, I I really just wrote that joke because I thought it was funny that <laughs> it was I was literally playing because I just started playing Fortnite like an mm-hmm. old motherfucker. I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah. And like fucked around on it. But it's just like when I was on there, just like and then playing Grand Theft Auto online. Again, I'm behind, I know, but just having people just screaming faggot all the time, and <laughs> was just like I know Ariel's into this. Like she she's uh-huh. said before it's like I would love to get fucked and call the faggot. And I was like if that, this was my thing and I need because everyone that's on there screaming, it sounds like they're fucking 10, 12 years old. It's like <laughs> they, they, They're they
1: always you yes, faggot. Oh my yes, God. Faggot! Let me, let me yes, play faggot! with your headphones or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't even have a headset to talk to people. I was like, if that was my thing, I'm a pedophile and I want to be called a faggot. My kids, <laughs> you just sit on the couch and jerk off. It's perfectly legal. Just go on Grand Theft Auto and act like a dick and get called a faggot oh a lot. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> you get or, called a faggot for being bad at it?
0: Oh, not me. No, they're just yelling it at anybody. No. I was just saying if you were trying to instigate them. Yeah, because you would
1: have... want to get called faggot yourself, I think it would but, be better.
0: That's a long way off of uh, getting injected to change your gender, <laughs> but we made that walk there. <laughs> <laughs> we made the walk to calling the guy that authored Clifford a pedophile, and not offending no-map. No no-map. Yeah, not offending uh, pedophile.
1: There you go. That's a bonus. What the fuck does that mean to the wig? No-map.
0: Have you never... Circling back, have you never had fantasies like that? Because I've always been attracted to kind of, like, transformation things. Like, I remember the earliest one was, like, when I really figured it out, I was watching, like, the Batman animated series, uh, and there were, like, Splicers. No, it was maybe not the animated series. It might have been, um, fun, like, when the younger kid takes over. It's, like, the new newer Batman um, Bruce Wayne's all old. Batman, I'm forgetting the name oh, of it. Oh, I think
1: I didn't He's all watch old a lot and there's like that. a
0: young kid and it's futuristic. It is that one because there's a group of other teenagers that are quote splicers and they inject themselves with things that like splices their DNA and they are like part animal or part like snake, part person. I was just like, I thought it was cool, but I was like, that's awesome. I was turned on by it is what it was. Mm. And then like also I read the books uh, Animorphs a mm. lot. I really like the Animorphs books and like looking back on it, like thinking about like why I liked it so much. Like they were okay books, but like I was turned on by the transformations. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like for me, if I have the ability to like inject myself with a thing and transform, like I'm deaf doing it. That sounds great. Like what can you turn me into? You should just
1: read Alice in Wonderland over and over again. She's just constantly (laughs) (laughs) up and down.
0: But no. Yeah. Would you do it? If someone was like, I can inject you with a thing and change you.
1: Well, do I get to change back? I don't know.
0: It depends on... Let's how say how no.
1: Well, what am I getting transformed into? I would ask some questions, certainly.
0: Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, if, th- can you not think of a thing you would, like, be into changing into, kind of? Uh, yeah. Because, like, I... like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, if you could, like, do that and get changed to be, like, part, like, you know, like, fox, part human, part snake, part human, or part, like... Or, like, you know, it's like, oh, we'll give you your, like, ideal boy body, like...
1: Yeah, if I could have my ideal boy body, I would do it. Well, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. See, it's crazy, it's like, but it is a sexy kind of feeling. But it would have
1: to be ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, okay. I don't
0: know, it is weird. So, like, you know, we were talking about in these transformation fantasies, a large part of it is, like, the, the description of feeling your body change. Mm -hmm. and that that has been it's not even it is kind of a sexual thing and also a sexually empowering thing but more it's just one of the weirder things of transition for me it's like being a cognizant adult like a very aware adult and feeling my body change daily it's like when you're going through puberty it's all hit me so fast and you Mm -hmm. feel yourself changing but you don't really have time to just like Sit in it and mm-hmm. soak it up as like somebody who's not like in the throes of hormones, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm on hormones now, but I'm like a level headed, like, okay, I'm here, I'm cogent, I'm clear. Yeah, my vision's not clouded by whatever is raging through my veins right now, but I can feel my tits and my ass, my thighs getting bigger, my body changing like mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and it's wild. So, to think if I, like, condense, like, what I've gone through in, like, the last year. Oh, yeah. I passed a year over, over a year on hormones on the 2nd of November. Oh, wow. Yeah. Forgot That's about Yeah. So. I
1: thought you started in January.
0: So. Mm-mm. Okay. So, yeah. Over a year. If I condensed all that change until, like, 45 seconds. Yeah. That lapsed. would be. Oh, oh. That would be so
1: hot. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I'm into transformation fetish then. Especially that sheep. Uh, yeah, I would. Oh, but if I could become a sheep for a day and actually get shorn by a like a beautiful long hair, um, mm-hmm. and she was just like lo- lovingly like rubbing me and like <laughs> shearing <laughs> my skin, saying sweet nice thing, you know what I mean? Like you know how they just love. Their, mm-hmm. you're all, if you're like that kind of you know farmer person and you're just <laughs> anyway, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Give me a little hug not, and a little kiss on the head. <laughs>
0: You don't want to be transformed into a cow to have someone shove their hand up your ass. Though. This isn't a sexual thing. This isn't a sexual thing for me at all.
1: I just want to be... I want to be a,
0: a love that's that's like I want to the, be love the way this lady loves the, this sheep.
1: <laughs> I might be like over like I'm kind of expanding the definition of a s m r but I think there's like a sort of bliss quality that like people really like, and so a lot of times it's not like it's, when you talk about these fetishes that aren't even sexual, it sounds to me like people are trying to get the sort of bliss quality like so I'm like, I don't know oh, sex is not part of this equation for me the, with the sheep thing. I mean, I'm sure whatever pretty woman that was. You know, I would probably enjoy having sex with her afterwards, I guess, but um, you know, I just want the like blissful feeling of the love and care and soft touches, I don't know, you know,
0: mhm, yeah, yeah, it sounds wonderful,
1: right, but you know like why would that be sexual?
0: But see, really, that's like the... that's If I'm reading this in erotic fan fiction, that's like the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. And that needs to happen in like two paragraphs. Because mm-hmm. like I'm really more interested in the afterwards where I'm sold at an auction. And then oh, bread. Yeah. I forgot about that part. That's my like MO. Oh, it's like, right. I want you to tie me to a post and fuck me.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I think I've always been turned off by the idea. But now that I'm thinking about it, if I just put my mind in the universe where people aren't grossed out by people fucking sheep, then I could enjoy being the sheep that everybody wants to fuck and is vying to fuck with their little bids. And then, you know,
0: yeah. Or that you're being bred by another sheep
1: or that other people are sheep. Sure. Okay. There's that too. Yeah. Let me think which one's hotter.
0: I'm more okay with another sheep than the idea that some dude just wants to fuck a sheep. Or and I'm with a sheep.
1: Strap on her fingers.
0: That's even more disturbing.
1: <laughs> I know, isn't it? So just it's just so. Like, I just <laughs> paid for. it a- <laughs> <laughs> les- wants a strap on it, dude. If any of Rush Limbaugh's neither of us farmers, are
0: enjoying this.
1: This is just how I choose to work out.
0: Sheep pussy just got the best resistance, you know. CrossFit in some
1: tree. small farming town. A fucking sheep for the resistance. It's (laughs) It's actually really Uh. healthy for your back. you shouldn't use those gym machines next to it's a
0: horse that's just in like a stocks and she has to hold herself in a pull-up position that's yeah, how she works her were. arms out it's just like fucking horses i fuck the horse and do my arms do a set there then i do my legs Then <laughs> i gotta squat down and hold squat and fuck a sheep for a little bit and i go back hold my arms up fuck the horse then get back down and fuck the sheep for a little bit do my legs
1: lesbian farmer crossfit oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh, parkour. <laughs> every, what? <laughs> that's Park? a, parkour. That's like you're using your environment to work out. So, like every time you just run, every, the farmers who just every time they run by an animal just fuck them for a moment. And they're just, <laughs> parkour. You're incorporating <laughs> your workout into your, you know, what someone, you got. Someone just like
0: sees a farmer doing this and films it and they're like, I don't think he knows what parkour is. <laughs> 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 It's just, it's just
1: hillbilly parkour.
0: No, dude, you're just you're just like quick raping each animal. You're
1: just like, you're just like dig my dick in, dig it out, dig it in, it out. Done. Squats squat, in out squat. in out done. Yeah. Where'd you know, that duck
0: go? Inter- interval
1: <laughs> training. Get your heart, a- heart rate up really quick for just a second. It's really good for you. That's um, <laughs> so fucked up. This has become the Joe it. Rogan podcast for a second. <laughs> a workout <laughs> tips. <Yeah. Gender laughs> what you gotta do. You gotta train hard. You gotta fuck those
0: sheep. You gotta get down. Yeah, just
1: one of each animal. Three thrusts and one of each animal. Okay what are we talking about instead of a
0: fight companion a we should do it do a like a,
1: <laughs> a sheep a fuck companion instead just, of you know like they have goat <laughs> yoga this is like our goat workout we'll just, thing but you just rape each one <laughs> we're gonna
0: watch one pcl video <laughs> a month and commentate it <laughs> it's our be still. He companion.
1: No, I wanted to do... That's a,
0: so wrong. Ugh. I to do
1: a workout class where you have to... I feel
0: bad for even just You're assigned of a goat and
1: you have to catch <laughs> it and fuck it. And then it keeps switching like musical goats and you have to keep catching it. Because they're spry and they'll jump around. So it's like the workout to catch the goat and then the workout to fuck it. And then... Anyway, I do that instead of spinning class easily. See,
0: I was all on board with this when we were talking about like in a fantasy, but now that we're like moving it into like a business model situation, mm. like now my heart's starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, oh, like for me, yeah, you've you, strengthened my powers of turning it off. So I, I can't, when animals cuts deep for me, it's like, oh, look, like, I can oh, fantasize Oh, I see the little about eyes about and I shut it off.
0: I can <laughs> fantasize about a little weird shit and like do that, but mm-hmm. that's fine because I know it's not real, but once it <laughs> becomes tangible, I'm just like, oh, but that little baby goat doesn't deserve a oh, dick thing. inside it. It doesn't deserve it. <laughs> it doesn't need that. And if it does, I mean okay, we'll
1: get We'll it have to tiny it, dildos. Tiny little dildos, like very small.
0: Beginner dildos.
1: Beginner, just very small little goat sized dildos. Again, this is better. a lesbian fitness class. <laughs> no men are allowed. No penis people are allowed. Anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, no be goats yeah. will be comed in
1: um yes if anyone's upset all of that was a joke can you imagine having to
0: like if your thing was watching cum drip out of like goat pussies or buttholes like how hard it would be to find porn like that
1: (laughs) you need someone to like i need goat cream pies like to to make uh, like one where the animals aren't getting hurt someone lovingly like has a dropper that they suck the cum into puts it Gently in the ass, squirt, sit, and then sit the camera and tells you, no one gets fucked, just as small, <laughs> <laughs> the humanely um, cum-injected goat porn, goat <laughs> asshole porn.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> this
1: really is a how heavy podcast. It is. We really just
0: went... Starting with Clifford. Just, I think it's like our
1: <laughs> fart jokes. so, you know. It
0: it, it really is, because it never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. That's just
1: Yeah. That, that'd we're be we're a at.
0: great t-shirt for us. Uh, bestiality bestiality is, is my fart jokes.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. Good.
0: Would y'all wear that t-shirt? We'll make some. <sighs> All okay, right, well,
1: transformation porn is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of potential there.